From across the Midwest, this is Opinions Anonymous, your new favorite podcast. If you can't get enough of us, check us out online at opinionsanonymous.com. In the meantime, sit back, relax, and remember, everyone has an opinion. Ours are just better. Hello, and welcome to Opinions Anonymous. Welcome to our September 9th episode, recorded on September 5th. We have a great futuristic episode. Actually, today we're going to go back in time a little bit, but we'll get to that in a moment. I'm supposed to plug our new Discord server, and I'm not sure how. Uh, we'll just we'll tweet out a link <laughs> to it when the episode drops, <laughs> and people can follow that link and then join. Uh, our new Discord server is for all the fans to come in and interact with us who aren't able to interact with Andy on Facebook and on Twitter or texting him. He doesn't respond. So this is where you can publicly <laughs> shame him. And uh, it'll be a lot of fun. So look out for that. Looking around the room, we have a lot of fun people in here today. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, he's just high on life. It's Andy. Andy, how are you? Uh, I'm great. How are you? I am doing good. And back with us for the first time in so long. I cannot believe it. Adam, is that you? Holy shit. Holy shit. Holy shit. Holy shit. Holy shit. Adam's here. Adam, how are you, buddy? Hey, I'm good. I'm glad to be back. Glad to have you back. I, of course, am Luke, and as I mentioned, we have a great episode, but first, we do have a little bit of a public apology. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry that other Luke isn't here because it's kind, of, it's kind of his fault. I'm just apologizing for him, but last week, we had a great episode, and at the very end, something weird kind of happened, and if you've listened, you, you'll notice that Andy kind of gets overtaken at the end by some outtakes. But when I went to edit it, at the very end, it was like Other Luke knew he was off the hook and some some real interesting music started playing in the background. And it was almost like he and Lindsay had a little plan. But I, I was in the middle of editing and it just sounded like this. My mind's telling me no. <laughs> my body. And I don't know, I, I immediately just muted it, but the audio got a little skewed, screwed up, so if you if you listen to it early, I'm sorry, I fixed it, so I just want to say apologies, and other Luke, I hope that's not why you're missing this week. Apologies if that music just popping up in the middle of that episode, or at the end of that episode, led to some some accidental babies in the future. I think that's yeah. the that's the thing we have to look out for the most. All those opinions anonymous babies out there. It's like Super Bowl babies. <laughs> we do have a great episode in store today, and we're going to take it back to the 90s today. So we're going to lead off this very special episode. No emails, because I don't, I don't even think they had email in the 90s. So today we're going to start with our top three, and we're going to do our top three 90s TV shows. I thought you said top 390, which is why <laughs> my list of honorable mentions is going to be so, so comprehensive. I, I, I do have a nice list. I will go first if you guys don't mind. Sure. We have nothing yeah, but time. No. Yeah. 
<laughs> Nothing but time. All right. So I leading off my top three, I'm going to start very, very basic. And this is probably because this was just a big show, like with my family. We really loved it. And it's maybe the 90s show I've seen, I, I guess, the most like episodes countless times. But Friends, I feel like it's always on, even now, it's always on some channel, like it's on TBS 13 hours a day. And it's on Netflix now, but like even back when it was running, like we always made it a point to watch Friends. Always loved it. It was really funny. It's a really good sitcom, I think. I don't know if it's like actually the best show. I know there's better sitcoms of the 90s, but it's it's probably my number one most watched show. So that definitely goes on my list. Number Number two for me is another one a, a real shame cousin kyle couldn't join because it's a big favorite of his too but boy meets world yeah i love me that was my number some one. boy meets world number I one still, very I nice still watch that it's great i i mean you can't go wrong if you just do nothing but live your life the way mr feeney would advise you to i think got a life lesson in every episode yeah, yeah. Every episode funny and then also like a serious moment at the end. Like pretty much every time. So it had everything you could ever want. And then my I'm going to go a little off the board for my number 1, but just in honor of Chuck Norris being the ultimate badass, my number 1 90s TV show, Walker Texas Ranger. Who didn't love Walker, Texas Ranger? He was out there just kicking drug dealers and and racists in the face all day long. <laughs> drug dealers and racists. What Chuck Norris hates. It spawned like the original like internet meme with the Chuck Norris jokes website. I will admit, Andy, I lost 20 bucks myself. I thought you had Buffy on there, but you didn't. It's on the list. On the list of honorable mentions. It's okay, Luke. You can keep it in your top three now. No, no, yeah, no, yeah. no. Uh, Adam, you go ahead. I know you're new to this, but um, you are no longer allowed to use any that Andy picked, so your number one has to be different. Sorry. Oh, well, fucking great. I don't even have three listed. <laughs> okay. So I'll start this way, and these, I guess, I don't know if I can put these in any particular order, because I'm just kind of flying by the seat of my now, pants I, here. I know you're new here, but you, you do them in order. Three, two, one. Okay. Kind okay. of, kind of. It's the rules are very fluid. <laughs> okay, number number three. Let's do home improvement. <laughs> yes, yes, great choice. I can't Google number fast th- enough. <laughs> <laughs> number two, Keenan and Cal. Oh, good. I, I like that choice. There was, I feel like for me, you guys may have like more of these type of shows on there than I do, but like we didn't, my family didn't have like cable TV until much after the 90s. So a lot of those like Nickelodeon shows, I just completely missed out on. Some were, some were very good. Keenan Go was good. And then I will give my number one since my original number one was stolen <laughs> to Married with Children. I knew it. You were going to get hardcore called out if that wasn't it? <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> I know that's like one of your favorite TV shows ever. Neither oh, I do love some Al. I do love some Al Bundy. Well, Luke, 
If you guys want to discuss your picks for a while. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. I'll just pretend I wasn't scrolling Google while I was naming those three. <laughs> no, those are those, those were good choices. I can't comment too much on them because, like I said, we didn't have Nickelodeon, and then also, uh, I I wasn't allowed to watch Married with Children because I was <laughs> too young when it was actually airing, and my, tell you my parents were a little bit strict about what we watched. <laughs> if you want to live a little, just go to YouTube sometime and just watch Al Bundy's best insult. I gotta. We gotta figure out if that's streaming somewhere, and I can just catch up on it. Surely it's somewhere, right? Uh, you would think so. All right, I'll go ahead and jump into my top three. At number three, I'm a little surprised I'm doing this, and not Andy, but I'm gonna go with the X Files. The X Files is always interesting. It was kind of a sci-fi thing back then. I've always been into sci-fi, so I'm going the X Files at number three. Can I honestly Very say good. I never saw an episode? Yeah, it's it's good. It's it's like a, I, I would say it's it was very good for its time. It's like a really good cop show, but then also just has like, yeah, like aliens and like supernatural type elements and like conspiracy theory and stuff like that. It's really cool. Number two, I, the only reason I'm putting this on here is because I watched it for hours, so I can't say that this wasn't a part of my childhood and a part of the 90s, but Rugrats, it's got to be there. Okay, yeah, I'll give you that one. It was never really my favorite, but I get it. And number one, Home Improvement was on my list. Adam took it. Number one, though. You didn't have a list. I did. <laughs> <laughs> number one, By the Skin of My Teeth from 98. Whose line is it anyway? The greatest TV show uh, in the history of TV shows. Whose line is it anyway? I, number one. Easy. I knew that was going to be your number one. It is, it's literally on my list of honorable mentions. It was the very last one that I thought of. And I got to it and I was like, oh, that's okay. That's, that's going to be the one that if nobody mentions it, then I get to call somebody out about it. That yeah. is a good one. I actually, I have one to call Luke out about. Ooh. Please. And I think he probably knows where I'm going with this. You had the box set. <laughs> no. no, no, no. <laughs> uh, might be pre-90s, actually. Nope. Right smack dab in the 90s. It was not on any Google search. Um, Dr. Quinn, medicine woman, is definitely, definitely should be on every list. <laughs> That was one of those ones where I was, as I was doing kind of my research for this, I saw it and I was like, I could just build a list of like random 90s TV shows that I know about that are like, what the fuck was happening? Like, how did this become a show? Oh, not only a show, Luke ordered the whole DVD set. <laughs> I, I would like to retract Rugrats and put Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman at number two because of that is show. Yes. It's fucking phenomenon. phenomenon. I will allow it. I phenomenal. I haven't I'm gotten any better speaking. <laughs> All right, I got him so oh, worked it, up. It did. It did. <laughs> yeah. Fast forward ten or twelve years, and then you get to see her tits and wedding crashers. <laughs> that had to have been oh, a big shit, moment. For that's you. the same person. Yeah. Yeah, that was a big moment. I bet that, I bet big that was moment. A big, no wonder. No wonder you wanted to go see that movie eight times in the theater. <laughs> All right, Andy, let's hear the other 20. Well, do you, do you guys have any honorable mentions before I launch into a huge list? 
I have got a couple we, in my mind, and I'll just say them if you leave them out of your collective list. Okay. Just, hey, we, okay. We just came up with seven in like 40 seconds. Come on. What, what else do you want from us? <laughs> That's pretty good. I'm, I'm impressed. I'll be honest. Um, okay. So I will, I'll start with some of the kind of the heavy hitters from the 90s that like people will get really upset if we just leave off. So Seinfeld, probably like the number one sitcom of all time has to be on there. Um, the Simpsons definitely, I don't, I don't think it started in the nineties and it's still going today, but it's a very nineties show. I think, I think that's when the best episodes were. Um, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air has to be, has to be on a list for sure. Yep. Saved by the bell. Another one where reruns all the time. Uh, that 70s that show. Almost mentioned that nice. one. So that that's the one that you have to mention if you talk about it, that if it took place now, it would be set in like the 90s, in like yeah. 98. So I think it was like, it started in like 97 or something like that. And the show was set in like 76. So that's kind of crazy to think about. That's the, the <laughs> you guys feel old yet show. I think <laughs> a 90s show would be good. Like that's that 90s show. I mean, it would be who's not buying that show, right? All right, let me hit a few others here. Uh, you have all the TGIF shows, so like uh, Family Matters, Full House, Step by Step, all great. Um, let's see. Oh, Luke, you of course raved about whose line is it anyway? What about the Drew Carey show? Yeah, that's where, what I was gonna where, mention. where him and Ryan got started. Yeah, Drew Carey show, uh, pretty good as well. Mimi always popular there. <laughs> Mimi was terrifying. One of my favorite, one of my favorite uh, TV show theme songs uh, with Cleveland Rocks. Yeah. But I also have, I have like a whole like section of mine that are just like not on there because they're memorable at all, but because they have really good, they have theme songs that I remember. Do you guys know the show Smart Guy? Which yes. was uh, Taj Mowry, and he was like a 10-year-old who was in high school. And it had the only th- I just remember the, the, he's a smart guy, smart guy. Like, that's the only part of the theme song I remember, but it sticks in my head. Uh, Drew Carey, of course. How about the cartoon Arthur? All right. Very good. <laughs> I was never a huge Arthur fan, personally. No, so my so, wife was, and now she has Layden watching it. So I get to watch Arthur more now than I did when I was a kid. Nice. So we Not were, nice. a very, as I said, when I was young, we, uh, we had some st- kind of strict television, like, you know, guidelines. We couldn't watch cer- certain certain shows. Uh, and we didn't have cable for a while, so we were a very like PBS heavy family growing up. So Arthur, I've got Bob Ross on here, The Joy of Painting with Bob Ross, great '90s show. I'm gonna stop you I've there, Andy. It. I think you should. I think you should stop. I'm gonna go back to a point you just said. Growing up, okay. you, you were a um, like we weren't allowed. I, spending a lot of time at your house, we weren't allowed to say shoot at your house. I don't think. I mean. You're <laughs> You weren't allowed to think cuss words. No. In my house. no. <laughs> it was very, yeah. It, I mean, we weren't the strictest. Like I said, we watched a lot of Friends, not the cleanest of shows. 
So it was kind of a weird like pick and choose with my family, but there were a lot of weird rules like that. We'll get to uh, spoiler alert for later in the podcast. We'll get to video games in a bit, but there were always like time limits on video games. Oh that, yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I didn't seem to run into at any of my friends' houses. No. All right. Um, I'll just poke through a couple more here. Um, Freaks and Geeks. That was in 1999. That was where like Seth Rogen, Jason Segel, um, James Franco. It was kind of like their first like big. Uh, big roles were in that show. It's really good. Adam, if you really want to know why you're invited to this episode and not other Luke or Kyle, it's because every time Andy would mention one of these, they would talk for like 10 minutes and I'd be sitting over here like trying to hang myself from my drop down ceiling and it keep ripping through. But with me and you here, it's it's fine. Now it's the opposite. It's <laughs> it's it's every time I mention one of these, then I get freaking roasted for five minutes. It's, it ends up just as long of an episode. <laughs> really? <laughs> all right that's pretty much everything i have worth mentioning that i won't get made fun of for so <laughs> i think we can uh well any anything adam anything that i didn't mention that you had or luke i'm gonna be honest i wasn't listening to what you really said because i've been trying <laughs> to think of the name of this i've been trying to think of the name of this show for the entirety of that and i cannot think of it Ooh, okay. And I don't even know if, we, I don't even know if it was in yeah. the. I don't even know if it was in the nineties. Really good radio, Adam. Just describe it. This us. this is a fun game. Yeah. <laughs> describe it. Okay. Well, I know that the one of the main characters was named Greg, and nice. his in laws <laughs> his in laws lived in the garage behind their house. It wasn't Dharma and Greg? Was it? Yes, dear. No. That's it. I'm oh, nice. One. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I do have some bad news. No, you, you missed the cut. 2000. Ah. Uh, yeah. That's why it wasn't one. on my list. Yeah, that's why it wasn't on my list. <laughs> I can't even find reruns of that show anymore. I used to watch reruns of it all the time. Probably because it wasn't that great. <laughs> yeah, how about you go <laughs> fuck yourself? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Before this gets out of hand, out of the top three, sticking with our 90s theme, though, and. We're going to talk other 90s stuff at the news desk. First, we have elementary school memories. I mean, this one, oh, if we go on for days, I'm happy with shutting it out here because this is one of my favorites. But I'm going to let you guys lead it off. So, I mean, one of the one of the topics that we always or that we've maybe brought up in the past, I feel like, is is uh, funny money. So I don't know if we really wanted to get into that too much. Um, but I also had. I I just kind of went down a like tiny rabbit hole of like the random very 90s school supplies that <laughs> that kind of led me into <laughs> I don't know if there's like a very specific like I don't just like novelty school supply item that like you had to have or else some, somehow you weren't cool if like you didn't have like a trapper keeper or one of those mead binders, or a fucking police car in wow. your house. God damn it. <laughs> Things really haven't changed. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, same, same old, same old around here. If, uh, Sounds like the neighborhood's still great. You off. <sighs> yeah, I'm actually, the, the, yeah, the reason that, uh, that I'm so chock full of 90s memories is because all of the <laughs> stuff that I own that is, was made during the last two decades has been stolen. 
<laughs> all they're leaving is all the shit that was made in the nineties. <laughs> yeah, they don't. They don't need these trapper keepers. <laughs> Here, keep these trapper keepers in VCR. <laughs> but that was one of the things that was like it. It was very like it was very clear that for some reason, like my parents thought we were really poor, so we would always get the like off-brand versions of them <laughs> but even the off-brand version of the like trapper keeper was way better than not having one and i just remember like when so whenever you had to get into it just the absolute biggest flex in the world was like the room's completely silent and you just like rip open your <laughs> velcro or like undo a huge zipper to get out like a like one piece of paper you're just like yeah that's right i've got one of these <laughs> the zipper was the biggest flex that was that was the cadillac Andy, last week you thought I was undressing. That was my trapper keeper. <laughs> Still using the same one since the third grade. Pulling out my notes for the show, man. Uh, so I had that on there. Um, and then speaking of the Cadillac, the another thing that I never got because we did not want to spend money on school supplies, the 64-pack of oh, Crayola yeah. crayons. Oh hell no. With with the crayon sharpener in it. <laughs> if you had that, you were a you were a god in second grade. Was lucky to even get Crayola. Yeah, I was a I was king of Rose Art. <laughs> <laughs> we we got Crayola crayons, but we were always stuck with like fucking twelve pack where you couldn't you couldn't do anything in art class with that. It was like like white was one of the twelve colors for some reason, even though <laughs> There's no possible way to use a white crayon. All right, everybody pull out your teal crown. Andy, you can set this one out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just laughed so hard at the way he said crayon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Sorry. Sorry about that. I got to get, get back on track here. Um, and, and the one other thing I thought of as well that was like i don't know how even popular this was but i feel like there was one year where like they came out with the flexible ruler that you oh, could, like yeah. bend all over the place and just wouldn't shatter and like there was one year where i was like you had to have one like i think i i like brought money in and then bought one at the like school bookstore instead of telling my mom that i like or having con trying to convince my mom that i should buy one i was just like ah fuck this i'm just going to bring in a bunch of change and buy one at the bookstore <laughs> Yeah, then you fucking roll it up so much that some bitch will never lay flat again. So it becomes <laughs> just pointless. It's really a horrible ruler. <laughs> Try to draw a fucking straight edge with one of those. <laughs> Actually, Andy, that's the perfect segue, so I hope you're done. Uh, to my, yeah, sure. My favorite. <laughs> so you shut Andy up on the podcast. Uh, no, he'll favorite. come back with his fucking honorable mention. <laughs> Don't worry. I always have more things on my list than I actually want to talk about. Uh, but the ruler is one of my favorite memories because when I, we had indoor recess in elementary school, we used to just take every domino that we could find. We'd gather them from every room and we would build a giant domino set. And we would we would build put rulers between desks, put the dominoes over the ruler between desks. It was pretty badass at the time, like a little bridge. And we would do this for the entire indoor recess. And then the last five minutes, we would knock the dominoes down. But I bet we did that for an entire year in like the fourth grade because it was just, I, I mean, that was so cool. You would build like elaborate domino sets and then knock them down at the end of recess. 
It makes you really wish that like you grew up now where you would just YouTube that shit and it'd be like, <laughs> oh, fourth grade class makes huge domino set and you would be like internet famous for a day. Yeah, we have some Polaroids of it. It was really cool. <laughs> really captures <laughs> yeah. the, the the whole feel of knocking down dominoes when you've got a, a still photo. <laughs> Actually, giving Adam some street cred here on the podcast, in the sixth grade, Adam and I had a a brutal indoor recess uh, wrestling match that was one for the ages. Adam, I'm sure you remember. I do remember. It basically just consisted of me hitting you with things and throwing you into things. But the odd thing was he was the one requesting it. Yeah, I was the best seller in sixth grade. I promise you that. <laughs> <laughs> the Dolph Ziggler of sixth grade indoor recess. Uh, a few other things from school that I want to bring up because I think they're tremendous reminders. The uh, little roller things, roller scooters in PE class where you just smash your fingers. And if you're like me, you can, the never, fucking <laughs> finger smashers. you can never get the damn thing going fast enough to do any damage on it. But everybody else did great. Thanks, PE class. I don't know if you guys remember these specifically, but I feel like there would always be like a race to get certain ones. Like there were maybe yeah. like a couple of different styles and one you knew was older. So you'd just be like, go, go get the purple one, go get the purple one. The purple ones are the fastest. And then there'd be like a big fight at like the, I, I don't know, the storage container to get all the, like the, the specific like new one. There was always that race. And no matter what, mine always ended up like the fucking carts at Walmart with my wheels going three different ways. <laughs> Oh, man, I got the one with the stupid wheel. <laughs> uh, this one this one got a lot of check marks in the wrong box for me, but there was always the note that you passed around that says, do you like me with the yes, no, and maybe? Just a classic <laughs> from childhood. Uh, I can honestly say I never handed one of those out or received one of those. I think that's just made up folklore. I definitely never saw one that said yes, no, or maybe. I got a lot of saw a lot of no's. <laughs> I almost vividly remember passing a dozen of those out. Maybe I was just taking flyers. <laughs> <laughs> it's a numbers it game. Yeah. It went every girl in class. Yeah. Uh, what, my favorite game, probably of all time, if we ever do a top three games, but heads up, seven up. It was just the greatest. You guys remember that? People cheated all the time. You just look for shoes. Yeah. I mean, that's the that's a bad way to do it. Yeah, if you don't respect the integrity of the game. <laughs> yeah, the key to that game was always to pick someone who you don't ever fucking talk to in your life. Yeah. Because they're never going to pick you. Which for me was the hot girl. And then when she stood up and I'm the only one up there sweating with pee running down my leg. <laughs> <laughs> Or or it's the uh, reverse where it's like it's your turn to guess and you just always guess the, <laughs> the cutest girl in class and it was never her. She's like, <laughs> no. I gotta touch your thumb. You guys are keeping track at home. Andy and Luke really killed it in elementary school. <laughs> hey, girls are really into a guy who doesn't grow to be above five feet until he's 14. Uh, to be fair, I don't even have that excuse, so... <laughs> <laughs> I have, yeah bad example for you that's my bad how about a different game you guys remember mash or marsh where you would put like your 
significant other, what you lived there, where you lived, what kind of car you drove. Yeah, all the girls, all the girls in elementary school played that. <laughs> yeah, I had this on my list, and I don't remember. I I didn't remember like the rules of the game or really what each individual thing meant. I just know that there was. One that was Marsh. There were like a couple other acronyms that we we used as well. I couldn't possibly name them for you, but like at all. But like there were multiple different versions of the same game. Again, I don't remember any of the rules of it, but I remember playing it a fair amount. The only thing I remember is literally when you had to live in the shack and you married the ugliest girl in class. People would get pissed. Like it would, you get heated about that shit. You people put down people's you. names. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, man, that game was fucking targeted. That's horrible. Because <laughs> you would get to pick, like, two good ones and two bad ones. And when you got the bad ones, you were, you were mad. And the last one from elementary school, and I, I don't even know. I, I, I don't think I ever had one of these because I was kind of like Andy, and I didn't get anything fun growing up. But everybody else had them, so I tried to steal a couple. But gel pens, that was the shit back in elementary those were great, but then, like, you could never... Again, this was a situation where I had, like, a bunch of off-brand style ones, or at least, like, like we bought a bunch of off-brand style ones. But, like, you couldn't use them for anything. I, I didn't know what to use them for, because, like, you couldn't do your homework in, like, aqua ink. Yeah. Well, you probably used them to supplement your crowns, right? <laughs> yes, my my crowns. Yeah, definitely. I knew Adam. How would you pronounce the word? We were we were gonna get a, uh, a an expert opinion on how to pronounce the word crayon. <laughs> I just, no, I'm the worst example for that because I say crown. See, okay, <laughs> you we grew up in the same place, Andy. You went and moved to some fancy city. It's crown, all right. <laughs> we all know that it's crayon, but we don't have time for that shit. Yeah, my wife gives me tons of shit every time I say it. It's crown. I don't know how that even would have come about. It's clearly the word C-R-A-Y and then on at the end. That can't be anything more like less than two syllables. <laughs> it can oh, yeah. be crown. <laughs> All right, fine. Bless bless your guys' hearts. Uh, anyway, to, to go along with kind of that style of game, what about the like folded up fortune teller thing that you used to make? Yeah. The, where yeah. you like hold it between your fingers and kind of shuffle it back and forth. I don't I don't really know how to describe it other than that. But yeah. that kind of went right along with the the same the marsh style game. I could never fold one of those. Could you guys fold one? Yeah, I could. Yeah. I sadly could. I could do it right fucking now. <laughs> no, I'm I bet you could. I bet you could. <laughs> yeah, give give me a give me a couple minutes. I can figure it out. Andy has a whole fucking stack of them. He just that's just what he does to entertain himself. I uh, I did so. We talked about some recess type things for a little bit. I was always a big like I w would just basically play like basketball or football if we were having outdoor recess. But I did remember one thing I wanted to bring up in kind of the vein of like '90s toys: the Nerf Vortex football. Whenever someone brought one of those to play like football with at recess, oh my god, what a time! Somebody was just talking about those the other day. Did those actually fly further? Or was it just a smaller hand? You could grip it, throw it better. Yeah, I think it was just a smaller ball. 
they weren't rocket propelled, but they did like the fins. You threw a perfect spiral every time. You couldn't not. So that probably helps you there too. I guess that's true. But yeah, those things were money, dude. And then like every once in a while, someone would have one that like whistled. Ugh. Hard on. You were you were living. You were living if you had a whistling. I think Andy needs a minute. I think I've got a vortex in my pants right now. <laughs> I bet it whistles. Does it? Does it whistle? <laughs> uh, give me a minute. We'll see. I'm glad you brought up outdoor recess. I forgot all about this. And outdoor recess, uh, a group of friends and I actually created a game, and nobody can tell us any different. Called help tag. So tag was always popular, but you know the fat kid would get tagged and. Then nobody else would get tagged the rest of recess. So help tag was a little bit different. Every time you tagged somebody, they too were it. So then two people were it, three people were it, four people, and so on. So that, you know, at the group of 10, eventually nine people would be it, and there would be one person who wasn't it. So it was kind of the inverse of tag, but very cool. We trademarked it. Don't fuck with us. So you're purporting that you invented this game that was literally invented the second time someone played tag <laughs> like someone invented tag and then like at the end of the first game they're like how do we end this and they're like i don't know i guess we just end it and then like the next time they play they're like well why don't you just become it forever once you get tagged? <laughs> all right yeah that's cool <laughs> i was i was not surprised at all like when you said oh yeah my friends and i invented a game because you were like the king of just inventing <laughs> weird games but help tag was maybe a bridge too far what, what else did i possibly invent it was this game it was like baseball except you used a big rubber ball and you kicked it <laughs> <laughs> wait what did you call it well <laughs> it was football <laughs> shoe ball we didn't have a good name i invented kickball that's what you're referring to <laughs> All right, Adam, fuckface, you got anything else? <laughs> I can't tell if you were calling me Adam and fuckface, if it was I was Adam. Adam called us fuckface. <laughs> okay. I assume the fuckface was more just to the group at large. It kind of applies to everyone here. No, I think it was pretty much pointed at one. <laughs> okay. All right, Andy, I know you've got a list for this, but Adam, I'm going to throw it to you first. Because you're the only one I like here tonight. And 90s video games. What are some of your favorites there? Okay, first off, I'm going to have to clarify which gaming systems were the 90s. I think everything up until, like, PlayStation 2, Xbox would count. So, like, PS1, okay. N64 would still be 90s. Wow. This list just got longer. N64 is mostly the one I was worried because I didn't have a PlayStation until the 2, so... Loser. Okay, so I guess just to... Oh, oh. My parents didn't love me. <laughs> the way Andy talks about his parents not spending money, I'm surprised he ever had a video game. <laughs> no, he had a Game Boy. He just didn't get it until three years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the re-release. <laughs> Wait, those just came out, right? <laughs> so these are new, right? Right, guys? Yeah, all of these, all of the games that I'm going to talk about, I've bought within the last year. <laughs> I'm just catching up. <laughs> um okay games from the 90s uh ones i can remember playing the most tony hawk pro skater like the original oh yeah well, i of think course. it was it was it was the blue cartridge 
Yeah, oh, right, N64. Yeah. I was really I confused was for a second there yeah. because we had it on PlayStation. Sorry, yeah, N64. Nope. Yep. Cartridges. Um, Donkey Kong World was a good one. And I didn't have much of a childhood. <laughs> well, we kind of, this is where we separate because Luke, you and I are PlayStation oh, man. guys, even back then, right? So N64 stuff, we like, eh, I know some stuff, but not a lot. Yeah, I didn't have a 64. However, honorable mention for WWF, I think back then, No Mercy and James Bond, Goldeneye. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah, Goldeneye. Forgot yeah. that one. Sorry. The Goldeneye, of course. Paintball version, of course. I actually still have a 64 and have played that as of recently as like a year ago. Nice. Uh, Andy, before we take over with Nintendo games, should we go non-Nintendo? Like Sonic for Sega is definitely up. Well... Okay, yeah, so this, uh, again, is a separate issue for me because we didn't have a Nintendo. We didn't have a Super Nintendo. We had a Sega Genesis. Oh, yeah. So I'm sure my list are, is pretty different from your guys. Um, I, I mean, I guess I'll jump into it. Uh, some of these are maybe do crossover a little more like well-known, so at least we'll have that. Um, some of the ones I remember best, though, Earthworm Jim. I don't know if that was also available on any sort of Nintendo, but it was uh just really it was like one of the hardest games ever and it was also like pretty funny so we liked that a lot um all of the sports games we had were you know we had every single type you know uh we had nhl games where basically the only thing we ever tried to do was just fight each other in them because they all had fights in them and it was awesome so you would just play like a full game and then not even care about the actual winner it was just the person that won in our eyes was whoever won more fights during the game. So, we, yeah, we're big hockey fans in my house. And then uh, NBA Showdown 1994 from EA Sports. This was the year before it became NBA Live in 95. Wow. We had NBA Showdown. And it was amazing. Uh, much like in modern times, the Warriors were like the team to beat because they had... <laughs> They they were loaded. They had Chris Webber. They had Latrell Sprewell was amazing in that game. Chris Mullen, Tim Hardaway. Their starting lineup was awesome. Uh, and, and I mean, what's a uh, regular NBA game without mentioning NBA Jam? The, the, the maybe the best arcade game of all time, but then also like great on you know Sega or Nintendo. Um, some others that we had that are probably worth mentioning, uh, the Jurassic Park video game was pretty sweet for Sega because you could choose whether you wanted to be Dr. Grant. If you were Dr. Grant, you just got like a bunch of different guns and tried to shoot dinosaurs, or you could decide to be a velociraptor and you just ran around eating people. It was pretty great. Um, and then the Aladdin of Disney video game for Sega for Sega was is the much better version. I've seen the version for Super Nintendo. It sucks. The Sega version is awesome. You get a sword and you just get to run around like cutting people. But it, uh, I, I still remember the level skip code for it because I think it was just you pushed A and B repeatedly over and over until you skipped the level you didn't want to play. <laughs> well, I'm going to jump into a few different things that are phenomenal. And I'm actually going to start with a little PC gaming back when you would buy the old oh, disc yeah. and put it in the PC. Road Rash from 1991 is maybe still the greatest game ever, where you rode the motorcycles and you were essentially in a gang. You get chains and bats and you hit other people. 
but it was so in depth for its time, and they've tried to remake it, and it can't beat the original. That's kind of a game that I, I feel like it's a little bit of a precursor to Luke, one of our all time favorite yes. games that yes. comes up for no reason over and over. But Downhill Domination, which was basically the same idea except on BMX bikes. Yeah. Um, Roller Coaster Tycoon, actually, March of 1999. So it's going to make the list a great PC game that obviously has evolved and still used today. And I think kind of evolved into the whole simulator. I mean, you can get a simulator game for almost anything now. Yeah, my favorite that I've seen so far is Goat Simulator. (laughs) I'm not going to ask questions. I'm not yeah, either. I almost did and don't ask. didn't really want to. Have you seen the movie Waiting? <laughs> so it's kind of the goat is <laughs> I'm kidding. All right, original PlayStation. I think I've I think I've fact checked all of these and we're we're maybe ninety nine on a few of them, but we're gonna count it. Driver, the original driver, which was pretty in depth and probably a precursor to Grand Theft Auto. So the original driver was pretty cool. Uh, the original Metal Gear Solid, very cool. Twisted, yep, yep. Twisted Metal Two. That was one you could play with your friends for literally hours, and it was phenomenal. Yeah, I had the Twisted Metal series on my list because I think the original one was like the first game we ever got with our PlayStation. Yeah, put a lot of hours into that. Gran Turismo. That series is absolutely phenomenal. I always liked it. Oh, yeah. The first one was great. Metal Gear Solid. Did I already say that? Look at this. You did, but worth mentioning twice. twice. And the lesser known. Metal Gear Solid, which I hope someone writes in and says, Luke, I also played that. But Siphon Filter, phenomenal game. Yes, 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 yes. We we had those, me and, uh, and my brothers. We played the absolute shit out of them. They were awesome. I could probably go on for days. I'm going to stop there. Just in case anybody else. Say about called you Andy. <laughs> yeah. So there's no name calling. <laughs> Yeah, I could I could throw a couple more out there. The the two that I'll mention um for PS1 uh Cool Borders, okay. which was this before before Tony Hawk. I mean, I guess this just leads me into the next thing for PS1, but the demo disc. Yeah. Because this Cool Borders was on the demo disc that we got when we got our PlayStation as well. And those are great. They just had like, you'd have like 30 different games that you could play two minute snippets of. And Cool Borders was one of them. Uh, bef- came out before the Tony Hawk game. So it kind of led into that maybe, but th- that was, was really fun to play. And then another one that I had uh, kind of in the, the same vein as Earthworm Jim, which none of you guys seem to really no. care about, but uh, Gex 2 Enter the Gecko was. A, it was it was a game where you played a a literal talking lizard and he, he was like addicted to watching television or something and got sucked into a television so you you got to play all these different like kind of tv genre style levels and it was kind of a platformer i don't really remember what the whole story was about but it was like the voice acting and it was really good he said a bunch of funny stuff throughout and it was just a lot of fun like a a really weird unique kind of funny game that that we loved two more just really quick resident evil the original just because it spawned into one of the greatest ever and back to pc for my final one 3d pinball space cadet i don't know if you guys remember that one the OG didn't have to have internet or anything. You just play that all day. 
Did uh, Solitaire make your list too, PC? <laughs> Might have been before the 90s. I don't know. <laughs> My number one game of all time, Minesweeper. <laughs> I never understood that game. Oh, Minesweeper, I love it. Uh, yeah, it was. So the like the draw to Minesweeper was that it wasn't at all fun. <laughs> you had to be- <laughs> it was just a puzzle that You had sucked. to be smart, Adam. <laughs> Uh, explains why I was never good at it. <laughs> All right, I think I think we can do one more of these. All right, do we want to do one more? I think we get Luke. I, Luke, I mean your your starter jacket that you posted. <laughs> uh, the '90s fashion. What a the '90s fashion! The widest bottom yeah. pants you could possibly find. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that is. It, it's kind of like. Everything that you see at Goodwill today, if you were to go pick a Goodwill outfit, it's, it would just be 90s, right? I, I feel like that's everything that's there. Well, yeah, and to Adam, to your point about the 90s foodstuffs coming back, like 90s fashion, aside from I feel like things being like way, way, way too baggy to like the millionth degree, it's sort of coming back. Like people... Way, I feel like people like seek out the starter jackets now <laughs> that everybody loved that like and people wear them there because they're they're retro but they're cool but like that kind of like the like bright colors um it, it just I, I have written on here bib overalls were a thing in the 90s but then I feel like that's back too. Like I, I feel like some of this and like frosted hair every athlete now has the Odell Beckham haircut which isn't exactly the like frosted tips that you had in the nineties, but or the early two thousands. Just, just to be clear, if you ask my dad, bib overalls never left. All right. Well, <laughs> and to, as well, they should answer the point of my jacket. I mean, even the Hornets went back to Charlotte. That's a great point. That is still. I mean, it's the Hornets in the nineties had the be- the absolute best, the best look. Right? They had the, the like teal jersey. They had the alternate like purple one, the pinstripes. What a great, what a great look! Was Pac Sun in the nineties? Was Pac Sun still plays? <laughs> <Does it though? laughs> People still fuck with Pac Sun. I would call that more of the two thousands. Okay. Yeah, I think I think that was. I, I mean, at least for me, that was like the like kind of early middle of high school, throughout high school, really. Let's be honest. I will say that bib overalls are sort of back, but they're more like thrash now, and you have to have your tit hanging out the one side that you're that's not snapped. Is it starting to seem to me anybody else that Luke has a slight obsession with uh, bib overalls? <laughs> He's mentioned like eight times. Keeps, <laughs> the topic keeps changing. Luke just keeps coming back to fucking bib overalls. <laughs> it sounds like it's more of an exposure thing than anything. Like it's, it's they're just, just beat into just, his head forever. So now he's got this weird obsession. He's just trying to get somebody to say that they approve of him wearing bib overalls. I'm wearing them right now. <laughs> is your tit hanging out? <laughs> your point is valid though, because like, yeah, now you like you can pull like people can wear bib overalls, but it's like super hot girls yeah. and they're like cut off all the way at, as short as they can go, and you just have like your cleavage hang out. And they it's want, awesome. No one's going to complain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. They can get away with that shit. Or, or it's drunk asses at like in the snake pit at the Indy 500 wearing them like that. Ironically, uh, just like a couple other real quick things I wanted to mention for 90s fashion. 
the and one shirts uh, the, that the had sayings. like yes yes the sayings and like the dude with no face on them and he would just like he was just trash talking you <laughs> those were huge when I was like eight I don't even know where it came from back then but now you can get and one at fucking Walmart was did that did and one like I didn't even know it still existed I kind of thought it died off with the end of the and one mixtape <laughs> tour you know, it was gone, and then all of a sudden, a few years back, it popped back up at Walmart. They don't have the shirts with the sayings, though. So those are great. The The other things, well, two more things I want to mention. Do you guys remember the zip-off pants? <laughs> yes. Where you could zip the legs off and they would become shorts? I never had those, but the snap-off pants? Yeah, lived in those for about a year of school. Yes, the snap-off, like, stripper pants that you would just be like, yeah. oh, yeah, they're my basketball warm-up pants, and then... Uh, so those, and then the like white shell necklace. Oh, that, oh the puka shells. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That like Kenny Chesney wears that became super, super popular and was one of many things where like I always wanted them and then like never had them. And then suddenly they weren't popular anymore. I was like, okay, well, I guess no harm, no foul there. Yeah, I never had puka shells. I'm a little confused. I thought we were doing 90s because I rocked that about every day my senior year. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure puka shells were a lot more recently than anybody wants to admit. I don't think those were 90s. That, that may be. That may be. That may be more of a... For Luke, it was like 07. Yeah, yeah. it was definitely still in. I think it was like 17. You finally afford them. <laughs> yeah, it was just... <laughs> yeah, Luke, I was looking through, I saw some of your wedding photos online the other day, and I noticed you were wearing that necklace. A great necklace. Puka shells was a very uh, risky move. <laughs> That's pretty much all I have for this. Anything that pops out to you guys in terms of 90s fashion. I think this is a good time as any to wrap it up tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, thanks everybody. That's going to wrap it up for this week's edition. This week's 90s edition of Opinions Anonymous. Make sure to run to the uh, Apple Podcasts app and subscribe to us. Rate us five stars. Five stars. Five stars. Five stars. Five stars. Uh, and leave a review. Leave a nice review. We always appreciate when people give us feedback. You can also subscribe to us on the Google Play Store and make sure you guys follow us on Twitter, Instagram. We are at Opinions Anon Pod and our Facebook page is Opinions Anonymous. And don't, don't forget about that website, folks. Opinionsanonymous.com. Check out the blog. Go to the merch store for Christ's sake. We are we're fighting for our fucking lives out here. <laughs> Somebody fucking order something. Uh, no, but seriously, we've got some cool stuff out there. I, I, I love my Opinions Anonymous gear and we'll buy much more of it. So you should, too. Uh, and, oh, as Luke mentioned at the top of the show, uh, we will tweet out a link to our Discord server where you guys can sort of live chat with us anytime, all the time. Give us ideas for topics you want to hear about on the show or just general chat with everybody. It's, uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. We're really excited about it. All right. That does it for this week, everyone. We had Adam back on the show Hello. this week. Welcome back, Adam. Happy to have you. Had Luke again as usual and i've been andy once again thanks for listening
Thanks for listening to Opinions Anonymous, mate. The podcast that reminds you everyone has an opinion. Ours are just better. Cheers. Thanks for listening to Opinions Anonymous, mate. The podcast that reminds you everyone has an opinion. Ours are just better. Cheers.